January, is the woman's school a multi-level marketing? I've had several women who kind of um, are a little bit uh, reserved because, you know, I don't really want to have anything to do with the multi-level marketing. So if this is you, I'm going to invite you to just give me, a sh you know, just two minutes of your time so that I can explain to you what we do in the woman's school. So first of all, I think the idea of having a multi-level marketing has had a bad taste, not because of the multi-level marketing method necessarily, but because sometimes it's been attached to the fact that our friends are bombarding us with product after product that we don't really want. And we feel like we have to dodge them and it makes things awkward. So I think there's that part of the multi-level marketing that we kind of um, bulk together as something that we just don't even want have anything to do because I think of our experience of multi-level marketing. Now, secondly, you know, what is, you know, what is multi-level marketing? It's people that are selling products that they believe in. Maybe some of them don't and they want to make money, right? So that they can actually help their families or that they can support, you know, um, their children's activities or go on a date night. So to me, I don't really think that it's a bad thing for us women to not support people who want to make a buck or two to help other women. So here's where my stand is on that. I think that one of the biggest issues with relationships with families today is money, right? And I can tell you that because I had a pretty limited mindset when it came to money. I wanted nothing to do with money. I just thought money was evil and bad. And I really didn't want anything to do with making money. I was a stay-at-home mom. I trained women for free because I believed in really giving women formation and training and equipping them. But I wanted nothing to do with making money. To me, I had a bad experience with money. I thought money was the reason money, break up families. Money was the reason that I might go to hell. <laughs> you know, that money is a source of all evil, which is, by the way, is so inaccurate. Love of money is a source of all evil. So that's a whole new conversation in itself. However, I am convinced that women today need extra money to get help, to get an hour or two of babysitting so that they can actually maybe retreat, pray, go to the grocery store, actually maybe do something that they love like I don't know, a crochet group or a reading group or a book club and not have to sacrifice the things that actually give us life and have extra money for help. Why is that a bad thing? And not only do I think that it's not a bad thing, I think we've almost used it as a, um, as a way for us to actually uh, hide the things that actually make us come alive and make us feel like we're valuable. The things that we love matter. You know, if, you, if I love working with women or if I love, um, I don't know, if I love to go to the beach, right? With, and spend that day with my daughter in peace because I'm not worried that money isn't coming in. Why is that a bad thing? So in the woman's school, I'm on a mission to give women opportunity to make money, to support their relationship. Yes, date nights. Number two, their children's activities that actually bring life and wonder so that we're not steeped in video games and things that actually deplete us and our children so that our homes are actually a place and space of beauty and freedom and not stress because we don't 
have money to buy an organizing drawer, a drawer to organize things. And actually, women could have help so that they could actually just make time to think and actually enjoy their families so that they're not always in it, in it, in it, because there's no break. There is no such thing as somebody who can continue working on 24 hours a day without a break. Guess who that is? Mothers. So if we can give mothers a few extra money to, you know, to support getting help so they can actually have that time to reprieve, is that a bad thing? Right. And so it's important that we actually clarify, you know, like I don't like multi-level marketing, but ladies, if your friend is making money to help her family, why don't you like multi-level marketing? Maybe you don't like the product. And now that becomes a actual script and learning how to have a difficult conversation. Not just like multi-level marketing because with multi-level marketing, women have been able to stay home, share a product they love without compromising their family life. Is that a bad thing? No, it isn't a bad thing if it's helping their families. And we have to be the one that actually supports that mission and not the one who's like, oh, get me away. Does that mean that you can't hold a boundary to your friend and say, listen, I would love to support you right now. I can't, I don't have the money, but just know that I believe in you. I don't want to be part of your email list, but I love you. No drama, no passive aggressive comment, just simple, effective communication skill that that way you're not holding resentment. Back to the question, is the woman's school a multi-level marketing? The woman's school is a referral program, which means that I am asking women to actually invite women to deeper formation. That's what the whole program is. That's what the whole vision of the woman's school is that this is a place where we're not only um, absorbing information in the in, you know in a world full of information, rather actually taking information and you and actually applying formation, which is the action to now yield transformation. It's not what you know that transforms you. It's how you grow that transforms you. You can read the Bible all day long. You can read, um, you know, all about swimming all day long and never get in the pool or never even know what it is to be kind and not really be effective. Right? So it's actually taking information and putting into action. That's what the woman's school is about. Now, our focus is mindset, which means that I teach women how to actually think about the way they think about everything. We don't, we were not taught how to think about something because our mindset is like the glasses we put on that actually colors and shapes our perspective. So we need to understand what colors and shapes are perspective. Is that important? Absolutely important right? Because we have biases that we might not know of. And we are either a victim of our circumstances or we know how to command our circumstances. And that has everything to do with our mindset, how we view the world. So in the woman's school, in the, our foundational program called the Art of Being One Masterclass, it's mindset. It's awareness, knowledge, and action. That is really our method. It's pretty simple right? And so the second thing that we really talk about is skills. At the end of the day, skills is about building habits in a very practical way. Because without skills, you can talk about a beautiful life and how important it is to be a good person, a good, you know, but if you don't actually know how to actually study your facial expression and realize that facial expression is actually not kind. And if you don't know that 7% is words, 38% is tonality, 55% body language, you could go on in your life and wondering why doors are shut. 
And you could go on your life thinking that you're kind, but you're really not because you don't understand the process. So skill set is awareness compounding with a mindset understanding and then putting those into action. But now we move into the next thing. We focus on scripts. There isn't anything out there that focuses on scripts. Scripts is knowing how to talk to yourself, knowing how to talk to people. Scripts actually are a proactive approach for us to actually be diligent in how we communicate ourselves effectively. Right. If somebody, if my daughter was saying, you know, my daughter come, you know, I, I give them scripts. She was seven years old and somebody came home and I mean, she came home and she said, mom, this, you know, boy made fun of me and we had been working on scripts. And I said, you know, what did you say? I said, well, I just use a script mom. And she said, your opinion of me is not my opinion of me. Right. So now instead of her thinking that she's that person that, that you know, the daughter, the, the boy that made fun of her, which was innocent, the boy just had no idea. It's part of their growing. She knew how not to absorb his script and his criticism because she had the script to actually think this through and say, no, that's not true. Are scripts important? Absolutely. So in the woman's school, it's about scripting and scripting and scripting. So this program, you're going to write and you're going to work. It's not this, I'm going to think about being this good woman and I'm just going to be. No, on the other side of a beautiful life is a life full of work. And that begins with the working of who we are. So, which this is the next thing. Okay. The woman's school focuses on the neuroscience of understanding how to actually rewire brain so that I can give women hope. This was life-changing because I have been training women for, you know, almost two decades, but the neuroscience is a new science that's emerging. And so now we can actually look under a microscope for a woman that's grateful and a woman that whines. There's an actual difference, you know, wonder woman's brain. So now I can show women what happens when they're brain is stressed and when their brain is actually free. Now, if I show them an image, right, I can convince them the importance of actually managing their thoughts so that they don't live a life of stress because look what that's doing to your brain. Then that thought produces an emotion, right? Things that we ruminate make us kind of angry that actually changes our body chemistry, which means that thoughts change our biochemistry. This is why the biggest cause of cancer is stress. And this information that we talk about that thoughts, negative thoughts cause inflammation, it's not like I'm making that up. It's just science. So in the woman's school, I give you the neuroscience behind actually reframing your mindset, building a skill set <coughs> so that you don't wake up one day and you realize, I don't like who I am. I'm a hot mess. I don't like myself. I don't like my life. And there's no hope. There is hope. So this program is all about giving you hope because if I can show you from a neurological process of how God designed our brain, I can convince you that there is hope. Neuroplasticity is the process of actually rewiring our brain. So if we can use that same process to rewire the things that we love, oh, I'm not a morning person, but you know what? Being a morning person actually makes me become a better mom. Then let's rewire that. It's just a matter of fixing that rewiring our brain. Now we've gone through a really simple neurological process of shifting our life. Now, the last thing we do in the woman's school is that we have an integrated program. There isn't anything else out there, ladies, that is integrated. And I will tell you because I have been, you know, studying, training, and looking for programs out there that is integrated, that's specific to women. In 20 years of doing it, I haven't seen it, which is why this was created. So perhaps things are coming out of there, but I will tell you in my research, most of the time, what I see is that this is how you become a good mom. This is what motherhood is, and it's awesome, but they don't talk about optimal health, um, psychological, 
physical, emotional, and spiritual health. They don't talk about um, our self-image, our friendship, our intimacy, and but all at the same time, not parts and pieces, right? Because this is what I'm seeing. Okay, I've all I've always wanted to be a mother. Oh my gosh, I didn't have the skills to be a mom, and now I don't. You know, I don't like who I'm becoming. I I can't even dream, and I'm so stressed. And so now they've always wanted to become a mom, but no one ever told them to pay attention to maybe their intimate relationship, right? Because there's no integrated way out there to learn. And so what's happening? They wake up one day and they're like, I'm not even sleeping in the same bed with my husband, but I'm a really good mom. Well, it's only a matter of time if we don't see ourselves as an integrated woman and actually pay attention to all the different parts of who we are, that something's going to stop because yes, you're, you know, you're, you might be the great mom and you're doing, but if your relationship is suffering, you're not really going to be the kind of mom that you want to be. Right. But at the same time you wake up and you're like, I don't like my body. I don't actually like my mind. I'm always stressed. Yeah. I'm a good mom, but at the cost of me being depleted, is that really healthy and sustainable? At the same token, okay, go out there, chase your dreams, what it is at work you want to do. And then you go out there, chase your dream, and you realize, I'm not really fulfilled. Something's really amiss because it's not about achievement. It's about fulfillment. And fulfillment has everything to do with generosity, right? And generosity has everything to do with our friendships, with how we show up at work, with our intimate life, with our children, right? And it has everything connected with our self-image. This is why the woman's school actually focuses on the wheel, which means that every part of us actually matters. And here's what we do that's different. You know, in the health arena, right? We talk about thoughts, emotion, and our physical and our spiritual. Our thoughts, the things we think about, right? Actually, um, has an effect on our emotion. If I am thinking about my friend actually, um, betraying me, I'm going to get anxious. I'm going to get angry and I'll feel those palpitations in my heart and I will get physically really upset. And guess what? My body starts to clam up. I start to get tense. Why? Because our mind and our thoughts are so connected to our body and to our emotion. We're not, we're not our emotions, not separate from our thoughts. When I, when my, my daughters come in and they're like, mom, I'm so upset. And it's like, what have you been thinking? It's causing you that. I ask them what they've been thinking so they can connect that their thoughts and their emotion are hyper-connected, which is why their body's tense. I'm like, okay, let's reverse engineer this process. Here's the kicker. January, where's our spiritual life? Your thoughts and your emotion and your, and your body determines your ability to receive and to give the graces of the moment. Receptivity is hijacked when our thoughts or emotions and our body is hijacked. And here's what that looks like. January, I am so stressed and my body's a mess and I'm always anxious. Go out there and try to pray. Seen this a thousand times over, ladies. You know, our prayer becomes an anxious prayer. Not that you, not that you can't go out there and say, God, please help me. I can't do this. But what if you knew how to manage your mind that commanded your emotion that actually made your body more open to the graces of the moment? Number two, we can't receive, but then we also can't give optimally because if we're ruminating thoughts and we're anxious and we're like, you know, like, what is it called? Fidgety. And I can't pay attention to, you know, my daughter actually right now needs a conversation that's, that she needs really for me to just tell her that she's loved. You know what? My husband actually could really use a back scratch. You know what? I need you to just make a good lunch. Why? Because we can't be aware of the things around us when our amygdala, that part of our brain, that is, you know, that's, um, manages our fear is hijacked because fear makes us what 
hoard, makes us self-protect, makes us actually live in a place of lack scarcity, right? Because we're trying to protect. And that's an important part of our brain that God designed. But what it does is that if we don't manage it with our mind and we live in life of fear, we miss out on the rest of our life. So now we're living in fear perpetually and we wake up in fear, we sleep in fear and we miss the opportunity to contribute our highest and best self. This is what this program is about. So when women say, January, you know, you can get that program um, out there cheaper. You tell me, ladies, if there is anything out there that's integrated. And if there is, I want to celebrate it because I think it's time, right? And here's the thing that I've also really um, fierce about is that doing this for free for 15 years, actually more than that, right? I would do hours of training with women. And then the next day, they don't do their homework. They don't show up. They're not consistent. They flake. Why? Because there's no skin in the game. There's no investment of their financial investment. Therefore, there's no investment of time. It's the women that pay thousands of dollars that actually show up and say, what can I do? So not having money, right? And not investing money actually is... Um, I would say a robbery of us being able to commit 100% because we're there is no really skin in the game. There's no like, ah, oh, there's no deadline. There's no timeline. And so we're more laxed about it. It's human nature. It's human nature. There isn't a sense of urgency. When there's goals and there's urgency and there's deadline, we're far more efficient. That's a skill in itself, right? And so this is why I think it's important. Now, there's women out there that want to grow, but really they can invest in it because it's a matter of putting food in the table or investing in their own growth. One is a physical hunger and one is a spiritual growth, hunger. Now, which one's more important? Obviously, they need to put food on their table, right? So now, what if we gave women opportunity to make money to share a program that's gonna transform their life and given the opportunity to grow spiritually? It's a win-win situation. So when women say, January, this is MLM, this smells like MLM, I tell women, ladies, don't shut the door on opportunities that perhaps could transform your life. If you've looked into the program and you realize, and you're, you know, halfway into it, I realize it's not for me. I am not growing and all the layers that you think they're not, and it's not for you, but it's important that we become a woman who's not quick to jump, jump into conclusions, which is a skill in itself and a mindset before we actually are aware of what it is. Okay. So this is my invitation to you ladies is that let's start to really be aware of how open we are to learning and seeing things that might be different than what we know before, that might be um, new, right? Because maybe that's the thing that we need to actually expand our life. And here's what I want to tell you, our brains actually thrive on novelty. This is why like the first date is exciting. The first, you know, baby experience, that adventure that you, you know, first go to, I don't know, a, a place that you love like Disney World, but then after the 10th time, yeah, it's still exciting, but it doesn't have the same novelty. Why? Because our brains are actually come alive. They thrive on new things and novelty. This is why I believe God designed a world that's so vast and so different because it actually helps us to see how amazing he is and what he has created in this beautiful world. And not only that, he has incentivized us to actually um, get dopamine experience through the process of experiencing something new, something novel, because it helps us to remind him, wow, 
Only God can create something like that. So the fact that we can actually pour money and say, I'm going to invest in novel experiences for my children and novel experiences in my marriage, novel experiences as a single young woman, novel experiences that's going to help my spiritual life and help me actually receive and give more. And if the reason why that is would be referring this program that's supposedly multi-level marketing, why is that so bad? And what is the bad taste in our mouth that's hindering us from actually living a life where we are free to give and receive because we know how to? Ladies, I have given you enough reason to actually say, well, maybe, maybe I owe it to myself to invest in my own growth as a woman, to financially commit in something, right, that I know is going to nourish my soul, my children, and my relationship, and also support women in my life who are trying to make a buck or two to do the same exact thing that you know you'd want to do for you and your family. Why don't we celebrate it instead of be so critical about opportunities that might just give us hope and life? Yes, I am fierce about it. Because if you've spoken to thousands of women out there like I have and seen the pain of lack of money that's ruining marriages, that's ruining opportunities, that's making women depleted and exhausted, you would be fierce too. Money is not the source of evil, okay? Love of money is a source of evil. And if money that could bring forth great opportunities in your home life and quality of marriage, life, friendships, opportunities, why wouldn't we want to be able to actually invest in making money so we can actually change someone's world? This is our mission in the Women's School. We are training women to make money, to invest in their freedom, internal freedom and divine contribution. Not because we're asking you to share a product you don't believe in, but because you believe in this product, now you're fierce about sharing it. So don't let this you know, idea of multi-level marketing block you. What we do in the Women's School is compensate women Help them and build a business helping women come alive. Isn't that a novel thing? And if we do that for women, touching thousands of women, now touching their daughters, now inspiring their husband, their friends, their boyfriend, couldn't we change the world, ladies? One woman's worth at a time, beginning with your yes and your ability to go into the unknown and invest in your spiritual growth that's going to transform a legacy for a lifetime. Isn't that worth every penny? Because it's not what you know that changes the world, ladies. It's who you are. Knowing isn't growing. I know is not e- does not equal I am. It's when we become a walking light in the world, not just preaching and teaching, but living that the people around us actually transform. Remember, you know it by its fruit. And if you don't, you're not liking the fruits in your life, then you can change. 
through the process that we have invited you to do and then you know understanding how we can rewire our brain and that there's so much hope that neurogenesis this amazing process that we can learn that until the day we die we actually produce new brain cells that there's so much hope even till the day we die right that we're never stuck then maybe we can change the crisis of women not believing their objective and divine worth their irreplaceable you know human being that's so unique that nobody can ever 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 be past present or future and if we can make women come alive because they're doing what they love to do and contributing who they are to humanity is it worth the investment of your time and your energy and is it worth really spreading and that is my mission i want women to feel alive to come alive and to do what they were here to do in this small time on earth so that they awaken the hearts of the people around them and do exactly what they were called to do because not only is that the path to fulfillment it's also the path to transformation and transforming the people around you it's a beautiful life when a woman deeply understands her god-given mission but also has the skills to actually bring it to the world it's about training our time and our talent so that one day we can say oh here you go good and faithful servant you have not hid your talent or your light under a bushel you've worked you've opened yourself to other opportunities that allowed you to invest in your growth because when you grow you invite everyone else around you to grow it's not until you invest in yourself that you can inspire the people around you and then you can invite them to deeper freedom and to live a life with meaning and contribution if you do this for you i will guarantee that it's going to inspire your children your spouse and the people around you but best of all you're going to wake up one day loving the woman you're becoming my name is january donovan i'm founder of the woman's school i am cheering you on and inviting you on a journey towards internal freedom and giving god a chance to give birth to the mission and the dream he has placed in your heart because ultimately it's not for you to keep it's for you to contribute